The Jericho Network on Westwood One. This is One on One with Mitch LaFond, the podcast where the rockers talk, part of the Talking Metal Digital Podcasting Network. Now, here's your host, Mitch LaFond. Welcome to One on One with Mitch LaFond, and joining me on this episode from the band Gothard, it is singer Nick Mater. We talk about the new album, Silver. And their 25th anniversary tour. Now, Gothard is a band out of Switzerland, and they are one of my absolute favorites. Unfortunately, not known in North America, but hopefully by having Nick on and exposing fans to the band, you will help me change that, because this band deserves to be heard. And uh, the new album, Silver, is absolutely fantastic. I not only uh, got it, but I went out and paid for, out of my own pocket, for the Japanese version because it has three bonus tracks. So please do yourself a favor, do me a favor, pick up Silver by Gothard. And if you want to find out more about the band, head over to G-O-T-T-H-A-R-D.com, Gothard.com. And of course, please, before checking out Gothard, check me out on Twitter at Mitch Lafon, M-I-T-C-H-L-A-F-O-N, and one-on-one Mitch Lafon on Facebook. And if you want, of course, to support the podcast, head over to paypal.me forward slash Mitchell And with all of that, it is time to get into this interview. Here is the one, the only, from the band Gothard, one of my favorites, singer Nick Mater. We are speaking with lead singer Nick Mater from the band Gothard, one of my favorite bands. Of course, folks in North America don't get to enjoy Gothard as much as they should. Uh, always a pleasure, Nick. It is. How you doing? <laughs> good, good. So we're here to talk about the new album, Silver. Now, of course, I'm a big fan of putting my money where my mouth is, so I bought the version from Japan because it's important to support your artist. But, uh, oh, thank you, thank you. A third album with the band. Uh, were you uh, more involved in its creation, more sort of vision in terms of the vision you wanted or tell me a little bit about putting it together and what the band was trying to do with this album no well i mean it's pretty much the same uh, i mean I've, I've always been very involved in the in the songwriting process with the guys since uh, you know since i joined the band but it's um it, yeah i mean it, it's actually funny we we normally we we would do an album every two years you know we do a touring year and an album making year and um this time around we just kind of um kind of I suppose with the the stress stress and the pressure of from the you know first two albums that we did together and the the first two tours and all this stuff with all the um, kind of the circumstances you know the way that the kind of the whole thing happened so um, we we just kind of needed to to relax a little bit you know and and not sort of jump into making an album without without uh, really feeling the the well the excitement you know. So we we kind of delayed it by a year and and just did a few festivals and just uh, just kind of you know just just kind of enjoyed it a bit more I suppose just um, took it easy a bit and then we yeah we just really got into it and and uh, felt you know really felt the need to make an album you know so uh, and at that point we just uh, yeah we just kind of sat down and, and the same songwriting team that we usually do you know with the with the two other guitarists Leo and Freddie. And uh, usually, you know, the three of us just kind of, you know, sit down, bring our ideas and, and get all the music sort of 
done and then and then I'll, I'll go off and do lyrics and stuff so we we're uh, yeah we pretty much did exactly the same process that that uh, that, that we always do you know we I mean, and it's a funny thing too, because a lot of people were, were sort of, you know, some of the feedbacks that we got from 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 this album, people saying, oh, you know, it's a, it's a, it kind of really represents the 25 years of Gotthard, and it's got, uh, you know, as as if we kind of planned it in a way, you know, which of course actually we didn't at all. I mean, we had no idea. We just really just went in and and uh, kind of pressed the reset button as you do when you go in to make an album. You know, we just kind of kind of like starting from scratch again and uh yeah just kind of turned out this way being your third album with the band how do you consider it or compare it to bang and the album before that do you see a progression or is it just it's all gothard music and that's what we do best I mean, I think we we. I mean, the first album when I joined, obviously we 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 had a pretty clear idea, and you know, we really wanted to go back to the roots and and have a pretty sort of raw sounding album, you know. And um, yeah, we we. I think after that, on the on the second album, we we kind of with with the Bang album, we we really just kind of let loose a bit and and kind of experiment, I suppose, a, a lot more with uh, you know orchestras and things and just just. And, and I suppose even just the types of songs, and and then now with the Silver album, I think we even you know did that even more. You know, in a sense, we we really really didn't set any rules at all. You know, um, I mean, we've always got because um, you know the guitarist Leo, he's he's always co-producing the album, so he always kind of makes sure that what whatever we're doing um, sounds like Gotthard. You know, he's really responsible for for keeping it sounding like like the band. You know, but that's kind of more in the production sense. But um, yeah, I, I think it just seems—it seems to be that the that every album we do, we just kind of uh, yeah, just kind of let things happen and 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 uh, I suppose experiment a bit more every time, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. And and it, it, listen, the the results have been stellar. Uh, I I discovered oh, the band you. sort of later on in 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 the band's career, you know. And I just find that the the albums that you've made with them are very, very unique, and they stand up, and they they, they stand the test of time. They're really well put together. Now, you did mention the sort of the tragic uh, situation that brought you to the band. As the years go by, and and of course, we can never forget Steve Lee. He he is one of the most unsung heroes of rock. I mean, an incredible incredible voice. Um, Yeah, yeah. Do you find that that the fan base itself though has changed? I mean, were they at first going, "Hey, he's not Steve," and now, "Oh, hey, he's his own." Like, is it a, just a more comfortable situation at this point? I mean, obviously, when we did, you know, when I first joined and we we did the first album, we we had no idea whether it was going to be the, you know, <laughs> the last one, or you know, we we really had no idea. And to be here now doing the third one, I mean. This is just amazing, you know, and and uh, yeah, I mean, the, the the this is one thing about this band. I mean, the 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 fans are just so loyal. I mean, they're amazing, you know. They they we were just so lucky. I think that that uh, I mean, when I joined, you know, they were so encouraging, and and for some reason, they 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 accepted me in 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 this kind of family that it is, you know, and um, I'm 
very, very lucky, you know, and uh, it's, it's, I mean, really, it's all just because of them that we're still here doing it, still, <laughs> you yeah. know, so. But, but do you put any pressure onto yourself? Do you feel like, oh my God, this vocal is not up to the Steve level? Oh my God, I, I got to, do you have any of that pressure or you just sort of do what you do and it's like, hey, listen, I'm just a singer. I'm doing the best I can. I mean, but that's exactly what you do. I mean, right. that's, that's all you can do. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I've, I've always just kind of, not thought about that stuff too much and and uh i mean of course you know some people are gonna uh, some people are gonna compare some people are gonna prefer one to the other some but you know you're gonna hear i mean i've heard it all believe me <laughs> yeah. and, and by all. the way i'm not trying to compare it in fact i i i think that you bring a, an incredible uniqueness to the band and i think your vocals are absolutely fantastic and oh, you know you. what i would say the exact same thing about steve he was exceptionally unique and exceptionally uh, absolutely fantastic. so um yeah. Mater. I mean, yeah, you know, I was a fan myself. You yeah. Know, so. <laughs> yeah. You were in a band before, Mater, with your brother Sebastian, and you've done other recordings. Is is sort of Gothard where you want to see yourself forever and always, or do you still have that want and desire to have your own side band, side projects, solo album, or is it like you know what? Let's just focus and do one thing and do it great. I mean, that's one of the things I, I'm not, I, I'm actually not very good at multitasking, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I tend to really um, need to focus on one thing at a time, you know, I, I, um, and, and I mean, the, it's, it's, it's just so busy with his band, there's always something that, that, that we need to do, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, writing, recording, um, you know, doing promo interviews, radio stuff, doing video clips, photo shoots, uh, uh, and then doing all the shows. And I mean, there, there, there's always there's always something there. You know, I mean, it, it's, it, there's never five minutes. I mean, even we were talking about it the other day. Actually, it's, it's it, just to get even a run of, of two weeks where you can go on on vacation or something is just nearly impossible. You know, there's always dead days here and there, whatever. But it, it's but it's uh, to to get yeah to, to get a couple of weeks in in a row just just to go and you know go off and do something is just almost impossible. So um, it's I don't see myself doing anything really uh, at the at the moment. You know I um, I mean I, I yeah I mean I, I, songwriting I'm always I've always got a lot of stuff and, and I'm you know I'm always writing a hell of a lot and and uh, there's probably a lot of things that I do that that wouldn't you know, probably work with this band. So it's uh, in that sense. But, uh, but I mean, at the moment, I really don't see myself doing anything else or, yeah. you know, on, on the side even. Yeah. Which, which is good. Stay focused. We, we like you where you are. Uh, at least, <laughs> at least I do. Um, so let's look at the band's 25 year history. Well, in fact, let me, let me talk about touring in North America. The band doesn't get over here nearly enough or in fact ever. <laughs> yeah, right. I think ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? You know, you you come from an outside perspective. You weren't there in the beginning, so you you could sort of look at it more subjectively. Why do you think the band is just not able to get over to to North America? And and how do you think that that can change? And is that something that the band is hoping to change? I mean, there's always the hope, but I, I think uh, I mean it's a, it's a, it is a very difficult one, you know. Um, I know that at the band at the time when the band, you know, came out. I mean, they, they the first album was like in '92, I think. So, I mean, it was just when all the grunge thing was happening and blah 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 blah. So, that I mean, America, you, you, I mean, it just just 
you know, wouldn't have kind of obviously didn't didn't work or didn't take off or anything. And but it but it seemed to in Europe, you know, and and uh, they spent years and years really building Europe up, and uh, and could never kind of catch a break in America. And I think they just gave up on America in that sense. You know, they just thought, well, you know, it's working here. Everything's working well here. And we tried and tried and tried. It didn't work. So now we're just going to, you know. Um, and, and and the problem is now is uh, having, you know, tw- 25 years of, of, of a fan base in Europe, uh, I, I, I suppose to, to come and really take on America now would be a huge uh I mean, a huge, a really, really big investment, you know, both financially and, and uh, I mean, you, you know, it takes years to, to really do it here or to do it in America properly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I can understand why at one point they probably just just kind of gave up on America, you know. Uh, but, I mean, there's still, the, you know, North America is still working quite well and, and that's always a lot of fun as well. And But uh, I suppose you, I mean, I suppose in a sense there's nothing wrong with, you know, Enjoying the territories that you do have that are working, <laughs> you know. I don't know. And, and, you, and you'd also yeah, have to scale one. it back, right? You'd go from arenas and and bigger venues in Europe, and then you'd have to come here and play a club for 150. And I, and I guess you know, after 25 years, you know, who really wants to do that, right? You, you want yeah, to man. stay at the level you're at. Um, so let's talk the 25th anniversary. You're, you're going to head out with Pretty Maids, another great classic band with their own 20-year career and who have these issues with North America. What can we expect on the tour for the fans in Europe that are going to go see it? Are you doing sort of a, a set list that's going to cover all 25 years and pull out a few gems, or is it like, here's our 10 greatest hits. Thank you, folks. Enjoy them. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's exactly what you said. You know, we're literally, we're, we're, I mean, at the moment, we're, we're looking at, at, the, at the back catalogue and we've been going back to, to all the albums, basically, back to the first album and, and uh, really just, just trying to put together a show. And it's, it's, it's quite hard because, the, obviously, after 25 years, the, you know, there are the, the, the classic Gotthard tunes that we have to play. And uh, and that we you know that we enjoy playing as well, but uh, but I mean if half of those songs if we didn't play them people would get really pissed off you know so we we'd uh, we we're sort of left with probably half of the set is already there that we you know all the stuff that we have to play so it leaves not a hell of a lot of space to you know because then there's three albums with me so there's songs we need to do from there as well so it, it really starts to kind of uh, limit you in, in you know what you can do so we're, uh, we're we've kind of gone back and and worked out a, a few little medleys and things and and j- just trying to somehow bring as many songs as we can and, and songs that you know the band haven't played in 20 years you know so some even songs that the band have never played you know so it's uh, it's definitely going to be something pretty um, pretty special for the fans it's particularly for the fans that have been you know following the bands since, since the beginning there it's going to be real treat for them yeah it really is and of course that's just the electric stuff the band has done you know a number of acoustic shows and then a couple of acoustic live albums that are so great that i would take the entire set list and have you do it both electric and acoustic and keep fans entertained all night so well we're, yeah we're, we're, there's exactly i mean there's <laughs> there's quite a few acoustic things that we kind of jamming around with as well so, yeah. um leo leone one yes. of the greatest guitarists that, and again, I hate to, to harp on the fact that North America doesn't know this, but the guy is 
is you know the the, the Swiss the Swiss version of of Zach Wilde or Zach Wilde's the American version of Leo. I mean he's he's just so wonderful. Talk to me about Leo and and what it is to play with a, a guitarist at such a high level, and uh, you know working with him and, and just just talk to me about Leo for a bit. Well, he's he's. I mean, I, I met him you know literally when. Well, when I came down to audition for the band, and 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 it it just so happened that as I was coming down, I I because I, I was living in Australia at the time, and I went to visit my family in Switzerland, and and I think it was like a Monday I was supposed to be uh, down to 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 meet up with the guys, and and uh, everyone in my family they were all sick, they all had the flu and everything, and I thought, oh God, and it was like a Friday, you know, and. And I thought, God, on Monday I've got to I've got to be at this audition. I'll probably I'm probably going to be sick and everything. So I thought, oh, look, I'm just going to head down and um, and uh, visit this uh, this uh, Ticino, which is the the Italian uh, speaking side of Switzerland, which which is kind of the, the most southern point. Which is, it's kind of like the Florida of Switzerland. That's and that's where that's where the band lives. That's where we're based. And um, and I mean, he he was. He was great. I just kind of met him, you know, for the weekend, and we ended up spending the whole weekend together. And I met all his friends and all his stuff. And and um, so before before we'd even started um, the audition, you know, I, 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 we already kind of got drunk together, and and you know, just kind of yeah, really just spent a weekend together. And um, so he he was just uh, just somebody who was you know really really welcoming and. Um, and then we, yeah, we 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 really kind of hit it off straight away, and and uh, within these audition processes, I, I, um, we started writing some songs together as well, and which we one of the songs that we wrote together was this, um, um, we, we, which actually we recorded for the Firebirth album, which was the Where Where Are You, you know, which was this tri- tribute song for for Steve Lee and. And so we, we kind of went right at the beginning. We kind of went through these um, these pretty heavy, you know, intense moments uh, just after really knowing each other for only you know a couple of months, sort of thing. So, um, so uh, and 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 you're right. He's uh, I mean he he he's got a really good vision of of what the band should sound like, you know, and 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 what the band is, you know, the identity, the whole thing. I mean he's 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 really. Um, very determined and and really has this kind of uh, yeah just a, the the real idea of of uh, of how it should sound and which is why he kind of you know he's always co-producing and um and and I mean in in songwriting too you know he's he's uh, we're always we're, we're I mean actually all of us have kind of different tastes so we 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 kind of have to always make sure that uh, you know all three of you know three of us as main songwriters are, are, are happy and then which can take a while <laughs> and uh, but he's always the one that kind of you know will 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 steer the song in a way that that uh, that stays true to the band if that makes sense you know no it makes total sense and and his tone is just so incredible. I just, just the sound of his guitar is so incredible. I, I, I love what he does. Um, another guitarist, since you're talking about Australia, that you had a chance to do a few shows with was former Kiss guitarist Bruce Kulick. And how was that working with Bruce? Because, you know, at the time, and, and I don't want to, to put you down, but you were more of a rookie. You were sort of getting into the scene. And, and here you're playing with a guy who had been in Kiss for many years. 
what, if anything, in terms of work ethic, in terms of just experience, did you get from a guy like Bruce Kulik? Um, I mean, it was great. Um, you know, he was, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, legendary guy and, and really, you know, really nice guy. And, and uh, I mean, we didn't do that much. You know, we just did, I think it was two or three shows. Yeah, or two something. or three shows. Right. But still, but, got but, to hang uh, around for two or three nights. Yeah, no, it's kind of cool great. with I mean, Bruce. It's great. Absolutely. Great experience. Actually, I ran into him... Uh, he he was in Australia. Uh, sorry, he was in. He came to Switzerland um, oh, about a year ago, I think. And uh, we we actually we got together and uh, and had a burger and a good chat and everything. So it was really nice to nice to run into him. But uh, yeah, no, really nice guy. Absolutely. Were Were you a Kiss fan at all? I I wasn't actually. I um. It was funny when when uh, in high school, you know, you, it was the two camps. You had the ACDC. <laughs> ACDC camp and the Kiss camp, you know, and they always used to fight. So no, I wasn't. <laughs> You're more of an ACDC guy, kind of. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in terms of the rest of the year, where do you see the band going? What is sort of the the schedule that you have in mind? Is it do this 25th anniversary tour and then just book shows up until 2018, 2019? Either uh, you know, or is it like let's do this till December, let's get back into the studio and let's have another one next? Sort of what's the sort of the game plan as as we're speaking today? Well, I think I mean at this point, you know, now that we're finally out of the studio, we're we're, we're kind of itching to get out there and 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 start playing. So it, it's uh, we've got our our tour starting on the 9th of February, and um, after that it's the summer festivals, and then at the end I, I don't think they've booked anything yet, but we're probably looking at because usually then that's that's when we'd be doing South America and Japan. And then uh, probably the year after that, we'll keep playing a bit more. Um, not too sure. Um, I, I know that we've got some, the, there are some acoustic things that we're talking about for 2018, but that's still in the... In, um, uh, make in sure the you record those and make sure you make them available for sale because I'm definitely buying yeah. them. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. So, of course, Silver is the new album. Um, it, it is just... The band just keeps getting better and better and better, and and I really mean that seriously. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, the band is just from I guess what was it like you said ninety two or whatever the first one to now. Yeah. Just, but uh, there you go. Um, great pleasure speaking with you, and uh, we should definitely do oh, this again. Pleasure. And we gotta get you over to North America. That's that's my goal. Absolutely. I'd, I'd yeah no we we would love it. I mean uh, absolutely yeah, for sure. There you go. Uh, thank you, Nick. Thank you. And there you have it, folks, my interview with Gothard singer Nick Mater. The new album is Silver. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. I have been driving around with it in the car. It is absolutely splendid. Uh, head over to gothard.com for more about the band. And at Mitch Lafon, M-I-T-C-H-L-A-F-O-N on Twitter for more about me. Also, paypal.me forward slash Mitch Lafon should you care to support the podcast. And with that, I bid you a fond, fond farewell. Au revoir, Alvida Zane. Bye for now. Oh my.